Now, let us hear our scriptures for today. The psalm for today is Psalm 80, verses 1 to 3 and 17 to 19. Psalm 81 to 3, 17 to 19. Give ear, O shepherd of Israel, you who lead Joseph like a flock, you who are enthroned upon the cherubim, shine forth before Ephraim and Benjamin and Manasseh. Stir up your might and come to save us. Restore us, O God. Let your face shine that we may be saved. But let your hand be upon the one at your right hand, the one whom you made strong for yourself. Then we will never turn back to you. Give, we will never turn back from you. Give us life and we will call on your name. Restore us, O Lord, God of hosts. Let your face shine that we may be saved. Our second reading comes from Hebrews, the letter to the Hebrews chapter 11 and 12. If you're comfortable uh, today, I invite you to listen in instead of reading along because chapter 11 is printed on the bulletin. I added a few verses as I got excited writing the sermon. If you read along, you will be lost here and there, but that would be okay as well. Now here is the letter to the Hebrews, chapter 11 and 12. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Indeed, by faith, our ancestors received approval. By faith, we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God, so that what is seen was made from things that are not visible. By faith, Noah, warned by God about events as yet unseen, respected the warning and built an ark to save his household. By faith, Abraham stayed for a time in the land he had been promised, as in a foreign land, living in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob were heirs with him of the same promise. By faith, he received power of procreation, even though he was too old, and Sarah herself was barren, because he considered faith who promised. By faith, Moses was hidden by his parents for three months after his birth because they saw that the child was beautiful and they were not afraid of the king's edict. By faith, the people passed through the Red Sea as if it were dry land. But when Egyptians, Egyptians attempted to do so, they were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell after they had been encycled for seven days. By faith, Rahab the prostitute did not perish with those who were disobedient because she had received the spies in peace. And what more should I say, for time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, of David and Samuel and the prophets who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, obtained promises, shut the mouths of lions, quenched raging fire, escaped the edge of the sword, won strength out of weakness, became mighty in war, 
put foreign enemies to flight. Women received their dead by resurrection. Others were tortured, refusing to accept release in order to obtain a better resurrection. Others suffered mocking and flogging and even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned to death. They were sworn in two. They were killed by the sword. They went about in skin of sheep and goats, destitute, persecuted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and mountains and in caves and holes in the ground. Yet all these, though they were commended for their faith, did not receive what was promised, since God had provided something better, so that they would not, apart from us, be made perfect. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us. Looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, who for the sake of the joy that was set before him endured the cross, disregarding its shame and has taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Psalm 80, as Alex mentioned to the children in children's sermon, is a psalm of confidence in God's gracious love, power, and presence, and even protection. It speaks of God's care for us, God's power and rule, God's action to save us, God's shining and saving glory, and God's giving us life. It is an expression of a people living by faith in the sure saving action of God. Our reading from Hebrews today is a part of a poetical letter that encourages all of us to live by faith. Our living by faith is not an accomplishment of our own doing. The Apostle Paul makes this clear in Ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 and 9 saying, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not the result of works, so that no one may boast. The letter to the Hebrews encourages to live by faith by giving us a list of people who did. The list includes people from the beginning of Jewish history to the time of which the letter to the Hebrews was written, which is the second half of the first century. The apostles who lived by faith were empowered to do great works. Before we look at the list of people who lived by faith from Hebrews, I would like to share the story of a person who lived by faith in our own time, one of my heroes. Her name was Ida Scudder. 
She was a third generation medical missionary doctor who served her entire career in South India. In 1890, a 20 years old American named Ida Sophia Scudder traveled to India to be with her ailing mother. Her father was a missionary doctor there then. Three men, a Muslim and two Hindus, arrived to her family's home seeking for emergency help for their very pregnant wives. The three young Indian husbands refused the assistance of Ida's father because she was not only because she were, he was a Christian missionary doctor, rather because of prevailing caste system and gender customs of India at that time. Without any medical training, Ida was powerless to help those women. The next day, she learned that all those three women had died. After reflection and prayer, Ida felt that God was calling her to serve the women of India. She returned to the United States to become a doctor, graduating in the first class that accepted women at Cornell Medical College in 1899. Dr. Scudder returned to India in 1900, beginning her work. With a small gift of 10,000 US dollars from a man who wanted to memorialize his deceased wife, Ida immediately opened a one-bed clinic giving medical assistance to local women who had no other place to go for health care. By 1902, the 40-bed Mary Tabor Shell Memorial Hospital was opened, beginning the realization of Ida's vision which is that women should have the same access to quality and compassionate health care that men did, regardless of religion or ability to pay for it. Dr. Ida Scudder dedicated her life to this idea and her legacy continues to inspire people to join her cause, even now. That tiny clinic was grown into the Christian Medical College in Velour, South India, one of India's most prestigious private hospitals and medical schools. It is commonly nowadays known as Velour Christian Hospital. Today, Velour Christian Hospital cares for over 9,000 patients a day, 2 million patients a year, and trains 1,000 doctors, nurses, and other medical professionals each year. The author of Hebrews begins his poetic stories about the people who lived by faith. With the determination of faith, which reads, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Indeed, by faith, our ancestors received approval. By faith, we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God, so that what is seen was made from things that are not seen. 
Professor John Shelley of Furman University writes that faith includes the awareness that the meaning of life is not to be found in the accumulation of wealth, power, or privilege, but in loving God and neighbor. To me, personally, the word faith is better defined by stories like Dr. Ida Scudder or those mentioned in the letter to the Hebrews. The author of Hebrew was writing to people who were well-versed in the Hebrew scriptures and heroes of Jewish history. He could mention the names of faithful people with little or no explanation. The people would know those named and know the stories of faith associated with each of them. The build-up of name after name of people who lived by faith became a message in itself. These stories encouraged the Hebrews then and encourage us today here to live by faith, regardless of what situation we are in. Let us hear again Hebrews' list of those who lived by faith. Abel, Enoch, Noah, Abraham, Sarah, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Moses, the people of Israel, and Rahab. The author of Hebrews ends that list, that list acknowledging that there are others who live by faith. Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and the prophets. Presbyterian pastor David Gray wrote that what has helped God's people deal with discouragement in the beginning is that the knowledge that we are not alone. Again, back to Alex, our young man telling the children, we are never alone. We follow in the footsteps of people from the earliest biblical times who were unsure of what the future held for them. We follow in the footsteps of saints who along the way choose to trust God anyway. We follow a God who does not abandon us in times of trouble. When we follow the path of staying focused on Jesus Christ, our Savior, we are able to see the joy in life despite the suffering. Speaking of suffering, we know there is so much suffering in the world today. War, hunger, homelessness, domestic abuse, racism, oppression, depression, the list goes on. Regardless of our suffering, we are encouraged to live by faith in the love and grace of our God. It is important to notice that the list of those who live by faith in Hebrews includes both men and women, Jews and Gentiles, the powerful and the weak, the rich and the poor, and the ritually clean and those considered unclean. The author of Hebrews list includes the words, and what more shall I say? For time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and the prophets. These words invite us to think of the people we have seen live by faith and who could be on the list in Hebrews or in our own list. 
such as people that you have seen live by faith and I have seen live by faith. Finally, the author of the letter to Hebrews lists Jesus as a model of faith. It is in Jesus those who live by faith receive their reward. Yet all these, though they were commended for their faith, did not receive what was promised, since God had provided something better so that they would not, apart from us, be made perfect, says the letter in chapter 11, verses 39 and 40. Professor Marion Swords, professor of New Testament, says, in faith, Jesus looked beyond the sufferings of the present to the reality of future joy. In doing so, Jesus was the pioneer of our faith. In Galatians chapter 2, verse 2, it reads, It is no longer I who live, but it is Christ who lives in me. And the life I know live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Remembering that we, you and I, we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, we can live by faith in the confidence of God's gracious and saving care. We know we are welcomed by faith at the throne of God as Jesus was. As we read in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not rely on your own insight. In all your ways acknowledge God, and God will make straight your paths. Today, by faith, we continue to love God and neighbor. Amen. <laughs>